Hey, what's up? What is going on? Welcome to another episode of Hey Mark, the podcast where I market to have open and authentic conversations about things like mental health and self-development. The reason I started this podcast is just to try and alleviate some of the suffering that's happening out there in silence, try and help some of the people that maybe don't know you know, how to put the words to what they're feeling, who to talk to, or really just like express what they're going through, or the person that just has to listen to something and just think, damn, man, I'm not alone. You know, life can and will get better. I just have to keep grinding, keep pushing, whatever it is. Like, we're just trying to give different perspectives today. I finally got Josh on the podcast. You know, this is someone that I linked up with quite a while back on social media, been repping his brand now here we're the first person to rep it in canada so uh josh why don't you tell people like a little bit about yourself like tell people where they can find you as well um and just like kind of uh what you've been up to recently man all right my man <clears throat> so well, i just want to say first and foremost thanks for having me mark uh, i appreciate you having me on your your podcast this morning and uh, getting up early and uh, getting the morning coffee so cheers to that brother so um, but again, man, I, I, my name is Josh Asuncion, you know, I'm just out of Hawaii, Oahu, uh, I linked up and that's the beauty of social media is that me and Mark, we've never met in person, but we just created, we just bonded and we created some rapport through social media. Um, and we're just really, really good homies now. And I feel like this guy's my brother, my, my really good friend. And we vibe like that. So, uh, again, just thank you for having me on, um, about myself, man. I'm just a young entrepreneur. I got two kids. My wife stays at home, watches the kids. So at the end of the day, um, the pressure is on, you got to make it. And I feel like, you know, sometimes in life you need that pressure, you know, you need it. And, um, so, but as far as that, like, like how you were saying, uh, one of my avenues is my brand LVYD. It is live your dreams, uh, live your dreams. That's actually something that I thought about in 2014, brother, to be honest, I thought about this for a long time, but you know, how you always say tomorrow, 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 for the longest time I put it off and, uh, I would say I would do it. I never got around to it. 2020, 21 came on. I was like, you know what? I can't stop. I can't, you know, you, you know, you get, you get to a point where if it's always on your mind, you, you got to do it. You know, if you're always thinking about it, you know, you got to do it. And in most times people don't pull the trigger because either one, they're afraid. Two, they don't know where to start. Three, they're just overwhelmed with information on social media and on the internet that they get information overload. And then they just, ah, you know, forget it. Right. So there's many different variables why I didn't do it, but 2022, 2021, I started my brand and obviously you're the first one in Canada to rock it, which is so sick, by the way. I appreciate that, brother. Um, but yeah, you can find it um, right now. My social uh, handle is uh, yo, that's Josh, which is Y-O-O, uh, that's Josh, all one word, real easy. And then from there, you can see my, my uh, apparel on my page as well with the link on my page. So video right now, it's only Instagram. Um, yeah, see, I launched the brand. I didn't even have the website up. I didn't have like a business page up. I didn't have no Facebook ads up. I didn't know have no Google ads up. I just launched. And a lot of the stuff that you do, you figure out as you go, right? You know, so like, I'm sure like when you first started your podcast, if you can agree, you you didn't know all the ins and outs, right? You didn't know, oh, it, right? So you- bro, I legit <laughs> just got my first like actual mic for Christmas this year. And I've been doing this <laughs> for so two dope. years. <laughs> like- so dope. So, right, exactly. So. Um, just for, for the viewers out there, it, it, for one, to recap this real quick, is that if you're thinking about it, do it. Two, please, you don't need to know everything before you start. Just start. You'll figure it out as you go. I promise you. You're going to be forced to figure it out as you go. So, yeah, man, but I hope that answers your question, brother. No, dude, 100%. And that's like literally because the, you know, 
I've been thinking about, and this ties into the conversation that we just had, like, just like before we started recording, but like recently I've been kind of like journaling quite a bit more and obviously like coming up with different content ideas as well. Uh, and it being the beginning of the year, like the first couple of weeks of January right now, I've been thinking about like, okay, I, I kind of have my own goal. I have my own vision. I have my own kind of like ideas of what I want to accomplish. Like it's just breaking down to like, how do I fucking start doing this right now? And like, that's kind of been the, the kind of the motivation behind the content I've been thinking about recently as well. I'm thinking about like, you know, how do we get to a point where we feel like we're using our time well? Because every time in December, I'm like, fuck, man, I don't know if this year went exactly like I wanted to go, you know, or I didn't know if I achieved everything I wanted to achieve. So like, when, like, when did you start your brand? And when were you thinking like, okay, like this has, did you have like a, a timeline of like, okay, I have to get this done by this time? Or like, how did you deal with the time management in the beginning? Um. Well, I honestly, like I said, I, I didn't have any timeline. I didn't have any like business plan you know and some people get that set up before they go especially if they're doing it on a larger scale and whatnot but um i just launched to be honest brother i just i was like you know what i got the i got the machine i ordered the machine um and i just started just start cutting so i got the heat press i started making my own things i wish i still had the first shirt that i ever made like if i look back at it when i first did it i was so stoked i was like so awesome but i look back on it i was like oh it doesn't look the greatest at all you know but when i did it i was like pumped right um so as far as like i i, I didn't have anything set up to be honest, i still don't have a website like i'm running it all through just social right now either through facebook through instagram through close network like close network of marketing word you know word of mouth um and then as far as like how to like the time management being that i got my two little kids like I can't do it during the day. I can do some stuff, but I can't make the shirts because the heat press when you, so what happens is it's, it's, it's like, let's say the sheet is up. This is a vinyl sheet, right? So let's imagine like your shirt, your shirt's white, right? So let's imagine this is a white sheet, right? I have this machine over my right shoulder, which I plug my design into my computer. It literally cuts it. I take the negative off and then I put this on the heat press, the positive, which is your LVYD, push the heat press down, usually like, you know, 15, 20 seconds, but that heat press is about anywhere from 300 to 350 degrees. So I can't do the heat press during the day at home. I don't really have a designated area to do it. Um, so I'll wait to either early morning or late at night and I'll start rocking, like I'll start pressing, you know, so, so I try to plan it where I'll have like, I'll have like cut days where I'm cutting the vinyl and then I'll have press days. Then I'll let my other half know that, hey, I have a press, I have a press night coming up, you know, Maybe get you get the kids to bed, and then when you get to bed, I'll start pressing. I'll burn the midnight hour, and then tomorrow morning, maybe let me sleep in a little bit because I was up all night pressing shirts, you know. So having that, being that I have kids, and then I have the supportive other half that does help me out like that, it does make it a lot easier. Where she does a lot of the stuff behind the scenes, so it makes it look like you know I'm doing it all on my own. Which I mean, I don't want to say that, but she does help me out when it comes to that part when. All right, when do you do the press, Josh? Well, she takes the kids, takes them upstairs, and then now I can work, you know? So, yeah, that's probably, that's probably it. But um, 2014 was, um, that's what the, the, the on, on your, the MMX1V, that's actually 2014 in Roman numerals. Yeah, so at Roman numerals, I put that right there just to make it a little bit fancy. But 2014 was the idea was 
created. And uh, yeah, the rest has just been a history, brother. Dude, that's so dope. I actually, um, I've tried to launch a couple of clothing brands as well, man, but I feel like I took the same route as every other guy, like typically tends to take where it's like you try and do like the drop shipping or try and get printed somewhere else. But what I like is that you do it all in house. Like there's so many like Mm -hmm. quote unquote Mm -hmm. easier or cheaper ways to do it. And you're like, bro, I'm investing in the machine. I'm going to do this in house. You know, especially with having kids, it's like easy to make the excuses and be like, yo, I'm going to get someone else to do this. Like, I can do this cheaper, easier, whatever, like, you know, but it's like, you actually have your, your dream and you're like, dude, I'm going to fucking start making my own designs, cutting my own designs, start printing it how I want it not have to worry about like someone else, you know, maybe jacking up their price or whatever, you know, like a lot of the time, even especially with like this year with restrictions, maybe having to deal with someone else would have been like so difficult, but just doing it all in house, I feel like makes that way you know, in a sense easier, but then also it's just, I guess you have more control of it or. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I really do. I do like having the, the flexibility of not having to really have, I mean, I have a middleman when I work with the warehouses to get the shirts because everything's made to order. I don't keep any stock on hand because I don't have the room and I have kids at home. If I keep stock on hand, they're sure as hell going to get into it somehow. So I hardly keep any stock on hand. So everything's made to order, you know, everything's handmade. So you, you truly get that custom handmade, you know, one of a kind type shirt, you know, and allowing me to have the machine here. Like you said, there's no middleman. I'm not waiting. I'm not having to order in bulk, you know, so that cuts out a lot of the, um, the cost and a lot of time. Uh, but it does, you know, it's like when I do get the orders, okay, now I got to make them and whatnot. So it does take a couple of days, but yeah, man, it, t- the investment, hundred percent was worth it. That's dope, man. And did you have like, when you first started, because obviously like, um, how long have you and your girl been together? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, we've known, you're fine, brother. We've known each other. We're good friends since like I was maybe 16. She was 14. And, um, so we've been good friends pretty much our whole life. And now we're going on. So this past new year's was our ninth new year's together. Damn right? dude. Congrats. Thank That's you. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, our 10-year anniversary is coming up this month. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Yeah. So it's been a long ride. It's 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 been a long ride, but it feels like it went like that. But um, yeah, it's that's pretty pretty stoked to 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 say it and hear it, you know. Pretty excited. So she's she's been along the journey the entire time that you've like kind of been running this entire time. Yeah, entire time, brother. For for all my endeavors and everything that I've got my hands into she's she's been there and you know just kind of been behind the scenes she'll help me out here and there and, and whatnot but uh yeah man she's a lot of the reason of why i'm able to do what i do did did you have like um any moments before you started like your brand where you were like maybe like kind of nervous to tell her like hey i have this this idea that i want to fucking pursue did you or were you just like instantly like yo i've got to get the word out and we got to do this like did you have like a moment of hesitation where you're like i don't know if i can do this um, I mean, I think that's natural with anybody, you know, it's innate built in within you that you have these, these doubts sometimes, you know, and you have these, like, should I do this? Can I do this? And is it a smart move? Obviously I talked to her about it and I told her the idea. Uh, I showed her what I had in my head and she was just like, run with it. But I'll be honest, I bought the machine without, without maybe her knowing so much that when it came in, she was like, what is this? I was like, trust me. Okay. Just trust me, please. 
I'll, I'll set it up and I'll show you what we can do. This is going to be one of our businesses. She's like, all right. And then once I set it up and once it got going, she saw the power and what we had right here that we could just create versus having to have these middlemen. Okay, here's my, there's my printer. There's my designer. There's my manufacturer. You know, now it's like literally all in-house. That's wicked, man. Dude, one time I surprised my parents, dude. I just bought a cat and came home with it, but... I feel like that's a little different, dude. That's so sick, dude. And yeah. she's just like, dude, run with it. I love that, man. That's yeah. so sick. Yeah. That she's so supportive, bro. Dude, I'm so stoked, so blessed. You know, it, it's um, you know, it's 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 work. You know, having this relationship and any relationship is, is going to be work, especially when you get to the later years of going on ten years. You know, um, we've known each other literally since like Nokia days. You know, Snake Nokia flip phones you oh, know yeah. those days yes right so before a smartphone was ever really there we had those ones sidekicks familiar with the oh, sidekicks, yeah. is that right? the slide one the slide up the yeah the slide up one yeah, the yeah. that's going to flip up and you have the text right here yeah, i'd be yeah. texting her with my sidekick in high school or and, and you know when we were like just best friends and whatnot so um it's, it was a long time coming it was crazy it was, it was really really crazy how it came about but i'm stoked for it that's wicked, man. That's wicked. And then you're also coaching, like, because I see you're doing like a lot of fitness coaching as well with the little mm -hmm. guys. You're doing football yeah. training as well. I am, dude. Thank you for bringing that up. That's been another um, another avenue that I, I've started, and um, I, I've played football my whole life. I've played, I played football high school, pop Warner. I played football since I was my baby days. So you know, pop Warner, high school, played college. I even played minor league pro. I stopped playing football back in 2015 because of a heel injury. So I was kind of sidelined due to medical. So I hung my cleats up, had my kids. My son's six now. So I've been coaching him for the last maybe year, maybe maybe eight months, last eight months. His flag football seasons are only like, um, his flag football seasons, they're, they're seven weeks on, uh, eight weeks on, and then they take a month off. So he actually starts up flag football again on January 23rd. He's six years old. But I started creating these, I started creating, I started coaching, right? And I really, like, I don't know, I, I'm really energetic. I'm really, you know, like when I'm on the field and you feel the passion just flowing. It's weird. Like, you know, I, I, I watch my videos of parents are recording. I watch other coaches out there and they're just out there and they're like, all right, okay, go here. Good job. You know, you go there. Me, I, I'm, I got a whistle. I'm loud. I make sure my kids are set. They know how to line up. They know fingertips apart. If you're not, if you're touching somebody, move out. My kids are like boom, boom, boom. So, as last season, uh, the last couple of seasons, I would they only practice one day a week, or, or uh, they only have games one day a week, and the practice is thirty minutes prior to the game. So really, it's hard to really install any type of play in in this league and whatnot, right? So, me with the free time at least I have now, I was like parents. I'm going to hold an optional practice on Thursday, free of charge, does not cost anything. I'm providing value. All last year, I was doing these practices Thursdays at uh, 5 p.m. at the park across the street. Parents would come from all over the island, bring their kids, and they just kept bringing them repetitively, repetitively. Free practice. Come Sundays, we smash, brother. Like, it's to a point where I'm like, oh, kids, like, let them score. <laughs> let them score. Like, let the other team score. Like, my kids are just animals. They're, they're putting flags left and right. I'm making my kids have to back up off the line of scrimmage. Like, hey, back up five steps. Back up. Give the other team at least a chance to run the ball, you know? 
and they're, they're at an age now where they're not really passing because at five, six, they're at that age, you really need to pass. They have the passes, but it's really basics of running and getting them. But me, I'm running counters. I'm running jet sweeps. I'm running fakes. And these parents and other kids are like, they're just blown away. But it's because I, I make my kids practice. And the league recommended it too. They said, if you're a coach, if you want to hold practice, by all means, do it. You know, and I hold a practice one hour a week. So, bing, idea in my head, provide value for eight months or whatever, how long I did last year. Excuse me, provide value. 2022 time comes around. Let's start throwing like an affordable cap for the community. $10 a head. Why not? Coach them for an hour, $10 a head. One hour, let's say you get 10 kids, 100 bucks, have that three times a day or three times a week, maybe four, maybe five. You know, start running, take that money, start running ads, get more traction, put it back into the business. So last week was really my first week, brother, of doing it. Now, mind you, I've been coaching for a while. Um, I've been playing football for a, a long time. So there was no doubt in my ability. It was, you know, even last week too, bringing up back to what you were saying earlier. It's like, did you have any doubt in doing it? I, I had to like, you know, confide in her. Like, am I doing the right thing? Can I do this? You know, she's like, stop doing that. Yes, I'm doing that. You got this. You got this. You know what you're doing. And it's just that little reassurance sometimes. Us as men, if we have that other one there that they can give us that little reassurance, it's like, yeah, you know what? I can do this. I can do this, right? Because sometimes we need that, you know? We, we're so gun hole We're so go, 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 go. Sometimes we burn out. Sometimes we do this, you know, and then to have that reassurance. So that was a really big help last week for her to tell me to go. And last week we finished, uh, we did uh, two days, um, two days last week and camp was awesome. I mean, like, the first day we had 13 kids. Second day we had 10. Monday I'm expecting another 10. I'm getting questions if I can do a camp for older kids during the week as well. So again, a lot of doors are opening up. You know, you're figuring it out as you go. I didn't know every. I, like I know my football abilities, but can I translate my football abilities to random kids that show up at the park? And can I can I teach them? Can I make a practice that's good enough for them to practice where the families felt like they they spent the well ten dollars? But again. It's $10. So you can't really expect much parents, you know, but, you know, doing that provides value for their kids. And now I'm building up relationships and I'm building up the rapport. And um, yeah, man, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy adventure that's that I'm on right now with it. And I'm stoked for the future. Yeah. And so for anyone that's listening to this right now that grew up playing sports at all, rewind that for like 15 minutes and there's your first fucking business right there. Like that's literally, you literally laid it out step by step how to fucking literally, do it. Brother. That's, that's fucking like, genius, man. Right. What, what parent wouldn't want to bring their kid to the park, you know, get them some fresh air, have them play with other kids, get a good workout for $10 and I'm still learning football drills, sports drills, strength agility, quickness drills, you know, and then have that camaraderie of just having a team feel, you know, like even like little things, little things of like, you know, making the kids, you know, do stretches as a team, you know, count as a team, break as a team, you know, put their water, bo put their water bottles together on the ground as a team versus having their, during, versus having water break and the kids run back to their parents. No, all parents make their kids put their water bottles right here. So when water break comes, they congregate together, right? Now you can be drinking water together. Now to create discipline, put that water back down nicely. Do not let it fall over. Whistle blows, whose water is that? It's falling over. Pick it up, you know, put it down. Creating these little disciplines, right? Parents look at that like, damn, he's, he's like, he's focused. He knows he's on the, he's on the little things, 
you know, not just, I'm not, he's not just here to take money from us and train our kids. No, I'm providing a value, providing a service, you know, deliver on it. So yeah, man. But yeah, I kind of laid it out for if, if whoever's playing sports out there and you got a couple hours a week, why not, man? It's so much fun. That's so dope, dude. And I love everything that you're talking about as well, because, um, you know, I grew Sorry. Oops. My mic just cut out there, but, um, I like everything that you're talking about because these are things that like, I kind of like, I grew up playing sports, man. Like I grew up playing like every other Canadian kid. I grew up playing hockey. Uh, I grew up playing like rugby as well through high school. Um, I did play like one season of football. Uh, I, you know, I played sports through high school. Right. But, um, like, I just, I feel like for a long time and we're, again, this is something that we were talking about before we started recording, like waking up early, like little things, like in terms of discipline, like I, I've developed that a lot more in the last couple of years. But when I was growing up, man, like I didn't have that discipline. Like I remember showing up to practices and like, uh, I'd be fucking just out of it. Like, I'd be like, kind of, you know, if the coach was looking away, I'd be the kid just chilling, just coasting, you know, like <laughs> I'll put in work yeah. when people are watching, man, but you know like that's yeah. how i was man yeah. but i like i like that you're kind of instilling that discipline and dude the other day i was watching your story so this will be like the shout out the, the plug for your story man i'm watching your story love it and the kids are watching lap running laps right and uh the kid in the very front you're like yo bro are you leaving your team behind like look behind you like are you leaving your team behind and like, exactly. just like having that accountability between the team. Exactly. I'm like, dude, these kids are six. I didn't learn these values till I was 26. Like what the fuck? Right. Yeah, bro. Exactly. Like, you know, it, you brought it up. Even like the little things like that, you know, creating that team camaraderie, creating that. It's not just about you. You know, there's no I in team. So if we're going to be at practice, we're going to be a team in that hour. We're a team. Whether you see these kids ever again or not, you're, you're in my practice. We're a team. So look behind. Don't leave them behind. Just because that kid's five and you're 12, we're going to go ahead and leave the path, but you're going to look behind and make sure that you're not leaving any of these kids behind, right? Whether it's, you know, you know, and I do that even whether the older kids or the younger kids, my five-year-olds know that when they leave the pack, whoever's lead, they love where my kids, they, 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 they want to lead the line because they want to be in the front, but they know that if you're leading the front, you're, you're accountable for the rest of the pack. You know, you look behind, you know, don't, don't just run off and you think you're the fastest kid and you can run and, Make it no, no, no. We're doing this as a team. This is a jog. This is a warm up. This is not a race. And you're gonna go ahead and jog as a team. Go. And then I make it where they don't. I was some do not skip. Stay in your line. Do not, you know, do not cut in front of the other kid. Because sometimes you know with kids, they want to cut and go, go, go. No, no, no. Create that discipline. Now, when you're on the football field, when it comes game day, and you do that, and the other parents they see that, like damn, like well, how's this guy has all his kids, you know, disciplined enough to stay in one line, not cut. You know, when I ask a question such as like, are you ready? Sound off. Yes, coach. I mean, if they don't do it, I'm like, hey, I can't wait. That wasn't good. Can I hear you? Can't, can't hear you. Are you guys ready? Yes, coach. Hold, lights up the whole part, bro. So it, it's it's good fun. And being able to like, again, just still those, those values, like how you said, we didn't really learn that or we didn't have it. Um, but yeah, that, that was it right there. That's sick, man. You're, you're really like... um the sun's coming up here now, man. It's uh, it's winter time yeah. here. So like, we're yeah. like just good, having good. the sun come up. I'm getting energized, man. And uh, yeah, you kind of have that same energy as like I do where it's like, kind of like first thing in the morning, like, let's go. And um, right. 
you have that energy where you like kind of like always instantly like you want to lift the energy of like the people around you like were you always like that or did that just kind of come on later in life or like what like how did that um, energy come about I, I owe a lot of my I owe a lot of my discipline to my father uh, to be honest like he was always present in my sports growing up he coached me you know um same way I'm coaching my son at the same age he was always there coaching until he couldn't coach me anymore when I got to like high school so he was coaching me pop more football you know basketball clinics when I was like maybe five or six we did soccer he was there coaching and he would always push me like I, I did a I did a um a paper in college and it was uh it was about you know the the push that he gave me and I literally compared him growing up from ages you know maybe like six to 18 as a army sergeant breathing down your neck 24 7 you know and in he called it tough love growing up and I, I, I at times I hated him for it but now I look back and I'm so appreciative for it because it it had a lot of um, reason in the the way I am today right the way the way the reason I tick how I tick like that is if he wasn't like that on me I probably wouldn't be the the discipline the drive the motivation you know because he did that so young for me right and then furthering that more you know by eagerness to learn eagerness to want more right fueling your brain with other people's content that are motivational right because with social media it's so easy to get caught in the scroll right but you got to remember that you're consuming other people every you see it your brain sees it, consumes it, whatever you consume, your your body feels, right? So, yeah, a little bit on tangent on that one, but that answers your question. But, yeah, my dad helped me out a lot with that, to be honest. That's wicked, man. And did you have, like, a moment where, because, like, for me, it was always, like, I had this kind of feeling where, like, being disciplined felt like I was sacrificing things. Like, I was like, you know, like, okay, I have to give up, you know, if I have to follow like a meal plan, then I have to give up the foods that I want. Or like, um, you know, if I want to wake up early, then I have to give up laying in bed and being comfortable. Like, everything felt like a sacrifice. Like, it didn't really seem like, you know, until like, probably even like last year, a lot of the times it was like, fake it till you make it. But like, and then I finally had this like perspective shift last year where it was kind of like, oh, this isn't really like a sacrifice. Like this is like more of like an investment. Like, did you have like mm -hmm. a transition between that like mindset at all, like throughout your life, like where you were like, fuck, I hate all this discipline shit where my dad is like trying to like push this discipline on me. And then you realize like it clicked where you're like, man, I'm so thankful that I had that. <clears throat> yeah, dude, straight up. That, that's a really good point. And I really, like I said, I, 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 hate, I hate him growing up. Like he was so hard on me, but like, you know, um, like say for, say for instance, like I wanted my own cell phone freshman, sophomore year. I wanted my own cell phone. Now, again, this is back in the old days where before the smartphone, but I did a paper round. I, 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 I had a paper route Monday through Friday and I made, um, I had 27 stops over a course of, um, I started at the bottom of a hill and I went up to the hill, up a hill, up, uh, like a, a, a apartment building complex back down, big loop around. And I would, and then come back to my house. I would do that Monday through Friday. I'd get off of school, make sure I didn't miss my school bus because I needed to stay on time. Get to my school bus, get home, jump in my bike, do my paper round, get back in time before football practice. Then my dad would drive me to football practice. This is seventh, eighth, ninth grade. I was paying for myself, my own cell phone in eighth grade. I made 60 bucks a month, Mark, 
$60 a month, Monday through Friday, doing a paper route for probably an hour and a half a day, right? And practices at maybe like 4, 4.30, I don't remember, but I would get home, I'd be get home and now sacrifice. Of course, I wanted to play outside with my friends. Of course, I wanted to hang out after school and, you know, be that kid that maybe max on some girls and whatnot and, you know, hang out with the boys and what. But for a lot of time in my life, football was big for me. And I'm, I'm glad, like, it was, it was very big. And I, I could see the results paying off, you know, like, from my practices when I was young. So when I got to, like, freshman, sophomore year, kind of clicked on me that, like, hey, you're good at football. Like, you know, pursue it as much as you can. It was my passion. You know, I, I, I had it in my mind, brother, that I was going to play, you know, some type of, like, professional. You know, I was going to, I was going to, in my mind, I was going to go NFL. In my mind, I was going to go CFL. In my mind, I was going to go overseas and play. You know, for a long time, I wanted to play for the Argos. You know, I wanted to play for the Argos up in the CFL, you know, up in Canada. Okay, so, yeah, um, it was my drive in high school. And high school was kind of like my freshman, sophomore year was kind of that, like, yeah, you're, you're sacrificing a lot right now. But, you know, right now it's just a small portion of your life. You know, you, you, you're going to do more, you know, and just stick to the plan, stick to the grind, stick to what you're doing. And um, it, it kept me out of trouble a lot. And, yeah, man. I hope that answered that right there. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's because that's like so sick. I there's been so many times where like I, I've been on both sides of that lifestyle where you know I'm working like seven days, six days a week, and you know it's kind of like round the clock. Like there was times where I was working like full time in construction during the day, and then at night I'd be like working in a restaurant, serving or bartending, whatever, and. uh you know, it's, it's so funny, man, because it's like you're working in a bar where you're not any, you're not drinking any time because you have to wake up the next morning to go to a construction site at seven o'clock in the morning. Like it's like, yeah. you know, you're, there's all those times where, you know, same thing. It's like, you know, obviously you're working with, you know, a bunch of girls, a bunch of guys and they want to get off work and have a couple of drinks. And you're like, no, nah, I'm going to bed. I'm sorry. I'm going home to bed. Like, that's it. And right. um you know, for a long time. And that was actually one of the environments where it kind of started to actually click for me because I would come into work and I would, I would, I would, it would be like four o'clock, five o'clock, you know, PM. And I'd be coming into work at the restaurant after a day of construction. And uh, I shower up, get some dress clothes on and head to the restaurant. And I walk in and people are like, just waking up from the night before. And they're like, kind of haggard. And I'm like, dude, I've already been working all day. And I feel like I have more energy than these people. Like, it started mm -hmm. to click. I'm like, dude, I, my body feels better. Like I've been, you know, yeah. I've been just like putting in a little bit more work and, you know, obviously when you're working like that, you have to be resting. Cause I'm sure like those days in high school, you go to school all day, biking around paper route, go to football practice, come home, eat dinner. You're like, man, I'm beat. Yeah, dude, it was. And I had to train myself to do my homework during my lunch and recesses, you know? I had acquaintances in high school, but I didn't have like, and that's one thing I kind of like, um, wish I had growing up. I didn't have like a immediate click. You know, I didn't have the crew. I had like, you know, guys and acquaintances and good friends here and there, but because, you know, for the most, for the most part, I almost felt like a loner. Like you have a lot of friends, but you don't have like that. You kind of feel like a loner, you know, in a, in a sense. Um, so I took the opportunity. I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm, you know, maybe on certain days in high school, I would stay in class and just do my work, knock it out. Because I knew that once I got done with school, I had to go to my paper route, I got to go to practice. And do I really want to do homework after my practice? I'm tired. 
you know, and to have that discipline, you know, your sophomore, junior, and then keep doing it your senior year, you know what I mean? Um, I kind of did that all the way, and it, it really helped out when it came to the, the time management, you know, because um, it sucked doing it after. <laughs> it's insane that you had, like, um, that discipline back then, man, because I coming from, like, the other side of that, like, I was the one that, you know, uh, I – I would sacrifice all my own personal stuff just for the social experience. Like that's how I was for like the first probably two decades of my life. Like, mm -hmm. um, you know, I would be like, you know, tuck away my own work just to like chill with some friends at recess or lunch. And I tell you, mm -hmm. man, like the same way you said it is like, you could have a lot of friends, man, but I still felt like a loner in high school, even though like I had, like, I did have a couple immediate clicks. Like it's like, yeah. but I always describe that as like, they were like party friends, like, you know, right when you get out of high school and you have like the boys that you go out for drinks with, but mm -hmm. then like, you don't even know this guy's like, you've never seen his parents or like, you don't know who this person is. Like you only ever see them when you go out to the local water and hole, like, you go and grab some right. wings and some beers or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's like, dude, that's not even like, you still feel the same way, whether you're like isolating yourself to put in work or you're sacrificing everything to just chill with these guys on the weekend. I feel mm -hmm. like you still feel the same either way. Like you don't have that connection. You don't have that kind of like sense of community. But I feel like um, when you are able to kind of, like you said, like when you, when you are, I'm not sure. I think we were recording when you said it. You said when I'm somewhere, I'm, I'm at that no, place. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. So. I said that's from Jim Romans when um wherever I'm at I'm there, right? So wherever I'm at I'm there. So be in the moment, you know, you know, be in that moment where if you're if you're if it's time to put in work, time to put in work, time to get shit done, time to get shit done. You know, it's, if you're with your kids, be with your kids. You know, if you're with your other half, be with her. You know, wherever you're at, I'm there. And then so it allows you be to to be in that present moment, and you know sometimes when you have so much on your plate you know especially with what i'm doing everything that i'm doing that it can feel like i'm getting pulled here i'm getting pulled there i'm getting stretched thin you know drives a lot of uh, sometimes stress and you know you talk about a lot about mental health and whatnot so i'm very big on um planning i have notebooks like <laughs> like if you can see it i have like i don't know if you can see that it's my blurry but i have books upon books that help me keep track you know jotting my thoughts you know journaling down you know, um, getting it on a piece of paper to, for one, structure, two, just to get it off, you know, and three, just keep me accountable. My things to do book. What am I doing that day? I always try to wake up, you know, early or at least the night before and plan my next day ahead. You know, just one day ahead. Plan the next day. Okay, what is your most, what do you need to do the next day, right? What needs to get done, right? That's, a, that's how I really stay on track. And, you know, sometimes people ask me, how do you stay on track with all of this? And I legit have this book right here things to do hustle grind repeat and like every day i'll go in and i'll just like you know you can see it like just jot down things to do and and, and i have a book for kind of like everything you know i have a book for uh, when i read books and i want to take notes and remember things from that book i have a book for that i'll open up my books i call it my my book for books <laughs> and I, I write down notes for that book i have my my Quick Feet Academy book. I have my LVYD book. So that's a little tip or a little nugget in how I least helps me stay uh, on track and helps me stay sane, you know? Yeah, I use this. I use a pretty similar method, actually. I have like a, a day timer that I, I write down the hours I spent working that day and what nice. I was working on. 
just to kind of keep me more like present of like things like that. Uh, I actually even have like a note section in my, in my phone. It's just called books I've read recently. And it's just like, every time I finish a book, I'll write down the title of the book and then like a a couple takeaways from that book. Nice. So I can kind of reflect back. So it's cool that you have, did someone teach you that or you just develop that system by yourself or. Um, I was always an avid note taker. I, I always liked the pen to pad, you know, I always liked that. And, um, so I don't, I don't know when taught it to me. It's kind of like maybe like a skill acquired over time because I have so much avenues going on that I need, I needed a place to keep track of everything. And, um, yeah, I felt like the easiest way is just grab a bunch of composition books and just write it in there. And it's been working for me. It might not work for some, some people might have other ways to do it that work better for them. But one way that works works for me, at least at this moment, until I figure out something better is that these dollar composition books, you know, and what's really cool is that you have books that like you can stash away. I love finding notebooks that I've had that I've wrote notes in and I've had like just detailed notes, scribbles here and there from years ago. I love finding those books. They're like gems and I'll find them. I'll reopen them up and it's like, oh, oh, my, well, that's a great nugget. Oh, my God. Oh, shoot. Yeah. You know, it's great to find those. Yeah. Have you found like, so, cause I go like time back even like, cause you could even go full circle with this to time management and kind of just being a little bit more present. Like, have you found that since you started like kind of journaling these things, like one of the biggest benefits that I found was like, just like, I, I'm one of those kids where I'm like ADHD. If you haven't noticed yet, like my brain's just kind of bouncing all over the place and I run with whatever idea I get at the time. So like, I found that once I started journaling, like I was kind of able to be a little bit more present with the people that I was with or the activities I was doing, whatever it could be. Because if I just like, even right now, like I have post, I have a post-it notepad and a pen right beside me. Cause I've been just kind of like jotting little things down every time I think about it. So I can just stay mm-hmm. focused with you. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, so that, right, right, so right. that I don't have to like keep remembering that thought. I can just literally keep mm-hmm. listening to you and I can look back at it. But mm-hmm. I feel like since I started journaling, I'm able to be a lot more present because I'm not stressing about, you know, just, I guess, trying to chase all of these different thoughts that I have, or I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like for me, it's kind of helped out a ton. Do you, uh, do you kind of feel the same way or like it's helped you be more present with, with uh, kind of like that Jim Rohn quote, like being where you're at? Yeah. You're spot on, brother. Like you're so spot on on that. At, um our brains flooded with thoughts, ideas, you know, people are calling us, you know, texting us, you know, something comes on the, the TV program or we click this next window on our computer and something pops up or, you know, so there's so many different things that are out there distracting us that, you know, having some place to write down your thoughts, keep track of them because I'm the worst. I'm like, I don't even remember what we did yesterday. You know, sometimes there's so, so much going on that I'll look through my things to do book the previous days just to look at things that I did because what did we do yesterday what was going on you know I'm so much and whatnot so I feel like journey has been a uh, a big catalyst in being able to for one control the thoughts like how you said and then when now I know that this period this block of time from 3 to 5 p.m I know that I have a call at 5 6 and 7 3 to 5 I'm gonna make it count and be with my kids you know, I'm going to be spending time with them, you know, and like how you said, it allows you to be stress-free because if not, maybe and you don't write it down, you don't plan it out, you don't schedule it, you don't be able, you know, to get it out of your system, you're now with your family, your other half, your kids, and now you're thinking about that right there. You're thinking about the other stuff, and now you're not currently there. So 
Yes, I feel like that <clears throat> that really helps a lot. So for anybody else that's watching that's struggling in that sense, go down to your local store, grab your dollar notebook, just try it. Try it for a few days, you know, track your thoughts. You know, I, here's another one too. Here's a big one. Let me pull it up. <clears throat> See this book right here, brother? Yeah, so yeah. This, is, this book right here is a journal book that I've been writing to my son since he was in the womb for the last six years. So the first entry is in this book is December 25th, 2014. The last entry in this book is January 2nd, 2022. So for six years, I've been writing little one page notes, um, stories, things that happened that day, um, things that's going on, things that are going on in my life, things that are going on in our lives, quick updates here and there. I plan to publish this book when he turns 18 and uh, give it to him as like one of my gifts. It's like his life story. So that's, I've been writing in this. Dude, that's so beautiful, man. Dude, does he know about that? He doesn't know about it. He doesn't know. He sees me writing in it, but he doesn't know what it's for, what it is. It's just, um, it's going to be my, my, his, uh, my life or his life story or some type of thing. But for, yeah. So since 2014, I've been writing in this book. At one point I thought I lost it. And I was almost devastated, bro. So devastated. I thought I lost this, but actual handwriting from 2014, of like just current events. Like this was January 1st. 2015 at 150, 150 in the morning, you know, uh, and it just keeps going on. So it, it, it's, it's whenever you do things like this too, it helps you get a, a sense of gratitude. And if you follow Gary Vee, are you familiar with Gary yeah, Vee? Yeah, yeah. 100%. And he's, he's really big on gratitude, being grateful, because gratitude can be an actually really driving motivation factor, right? So how are you so energetic? How do you get so much done? Because well, I'm fucking grateful gratitude right i'm so grateful for all the things that i have that it makes me want to do more right so you want to get motivated write down three things you're grateful for every day you know write that shit down right but yeah just to bring that up i'm pretty proud of this but i'm still writing still going there's things that um i still need to catch up and write on but yeah for the last six years i've been writing in that book bro that's literally the most beautiful thing ever man that's so sick there's a couple of people that um I've been connecting with recently that, you know, like, um, just like ha they have kids and that are instilling some cool shit, like into their kids. Like, uh, one guy that I connect with all the time, like Zach, he runs like the plaid jacket philosopher podcast. He does like little things like mommy date nights, like where like he'll give one of his sons, like, I don't know, 20, 30 bucks. And like, he can take his mom out for a date because they don't have like any other women in the house. So he's trying to get his boys to learn like, you know, like how to act around women, how to treat women, how to be chivalrous, like those types of things. Awesome. So yeah. little things like that, or dude, that yeah. book thing that you're doing, man, like that's so sick. Another thing I saw, dude, that you're doing is, um, do you pay your kids like a dollar? Like, is that how they get their allowances? So they, <laughs> yeah. so like, that's dude, so I'm sick. Out, man. I'm getting out hustled here, bro. Like my son's such an avid reader, you know, and he thinks he's, he's, he's the one hustling me, but I'm, I'm low-key hustling him, you know? And now it's it's a dollar per new book and it's 50 cents per reread book, okay? It's per 50 cents per reread book. But he he reads books. He's six years old and he's on a... Yesterday was his first chapter book he started. I was so stoked for that. Like he, he knocked out like two chapters. Usually he reads a book from cover to cover, right? Dr. Seuss, all these other books. But this, he had a fat book and um, he read the first two chapters and I was just blown away. Like, this is so crazy. And it, 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 for one, you got to lead from the front, you know, 
you, we, we could choose tablet time or we could choose turn it off. I'm grabbing a book. You're grabbing a book and we're going to sit here and read together. Right. You know, um, so it, it, it takes leading from the front so that they can see you doing it. Because A lot of the stuff that I want him to do, I'm, I'm going to do it first. I'm not going to tell him to do something I'm not going to do, you know. And uh, so that still is that discipline for him, still is that. But a dollar per book, you should see his little piggy bank. And I, I display his little piggy bank. The piggy bank is clear. It's like a big, like a, a plastic jar. But it's clear so you can see all the cash piling up in there. And I'm going to look at look all your hard work. He's like, can we spend it? I'm like, no, you're going to know the value of building your money, growing it. You're going to know the value of saving it. So uh, financial principles as well. That's dope, dude. I didn't even learn. Yeah, man. I'm still figuring those those things out, man. Like that's so sick. This kid's gonna be twice as successful as I'll ever be, man. That's hold on, hold on. Oh, give me a second. Hold on. Yeah, see. yeah. Take your time, man. It's all good. Come here. See, come here. Hi, Uncle Mark. This is Uncle Mark. Uncle Mark. This is Jackson. Oh. Hi, Uncle. What's up, Jackson. Hi, Uncle. Okay, go. Go lay down on the couch. <laughs> He's tuckered out. Yeah, uh, they had a they had a long, long day, uh, uh, birthday party at uh, the grandpa's house, and uh, lots of grandkids. Jackson's part of 13, 13 great grandkids, something like that. It's huge, Holy huge family. Man. Yeah, yeah. So from from my other side, so from Nisa's side of the family, um, there's a lot of family on that side, a lot of kids. So we're over there for majority of the day, and they had pool party. They had like a jumping slide, uh, slippery tarps and all that. You'll see it on my story later. I took a lot of content yesterday. So yeah, so he's pooped out today. That's wicked, man. That's so sick, yeah. dude. It's January and you guys are having like pool parties and shit. We're like, man, if you got a pool right now, you're worried about your pipes freezing here, bro. Like, yeah. That's where we're at. That's crazy, dude. That's so Everyone crazy. I've had on recently actually on this podcast, dude, it was like my last guest was from... Uh, Actually, no, my last guests were two people from Vancouver here as well, actually. But before that, it was like a, a guy from Australia. And then another one was a homie that's out in Bali right now. And like, dude, Hawaii, man. Like for me growing up, like I'll be 100% honest, bro. Like that was like, dude, that's like Narnia to me. Like that's like, you know, you only see it in movies, bro. And it's like, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, Fuck, yeah. man, I wish I could go somewhere like that, let alone grow up somewhere like that, man. Like that's so sick. Every time I see your stories, I'm like, imagine those kids get to grow up there. That's so dope, man. Like, yeah, that's again going back to gratitude. Like, right there, just you know, reminding yourself that like other people don't have this. Sometimes growing up here, you can take it for granted. You know, you get content, you get complacent. A lot of the the energy, I'd say, not energy. I would say a lot of the growing up here because we're on an island. A lot of people do get content, complacent. You know, because this is just around us 24 7 we don't know any better right so um i try to try to stay away from that as far as like you know getting too caught up in the moment but knowing that this is this is this is a place that we call home but definitely grateful to have now not let's not take it for granted and let's work let's make something out of it. let's do something you know yeah dude so sick Pulling sorry on. bro sorry bro are no you, you're uh, fine you're fine no, no. all right all right i was you're gonna good. say are you're you good. on like a if, if you're uh if you gotta jump off what's up jackson no. how's it going man what's up <laughs> look at it what a hi, cute uncle. hi uncle come let me set you up hold on mark give me like two minutes that's all good bro chill i ain't even gonna edit this out man i like this this is sick 
my little one waking up in the morning. He, he's my early riser. <clears throat> I do this kid wakes up crack of dawn. And then um, we usually try to knock out like an hour run. I got my AirPods on, so I still, I still can hear you. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> so we usually try to knock out like a walk in the morning, every morning and whatnot. Hey, <laughs> go away from there. <laughs> go, go. Just play with like the focus thing on the, uh, on yeah. the iPhone man, with a G. <laughs> I'm going to tip off my coffee real quick. That's sick, man. You run every morning? Um, I tried to. Last week, I didn't get much running in because I had the camp and whatnot. So, um, but I tried to at least get a, at least get a couple miles in a week. Try to walk, at least walk, if not run, at least walk in the morning. So we'll probably go for like a walk a little bit later, especially because I homeschool my son. And, uh, so he doesn't get much, like you know, like you know, school you get recess and whatnot. So me not at homeschool him. A lot of our physical activity comes from walks and his football practices. So, man, did you just start homeschooling the last couple of years? Is it just because of all the madness going on? Yeah, but it's, I know. Um, yes, yes, to answer that question, yes. Um, if he's on his first grade. Uh, we homeschooled kindergarten, homeschooled first grade. Um, it's through a, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Abeka, the online Christian academy. So uh, one thing I really like about it is that they, they have Bible class, they dive into scriptures, you know, the first first uh first class of the day is Bible class. Then it goes into like like eight, seven to eight different classes, which range from 15 minutes to 30 minutes. We'll give them a break in like lunchtime. We'll give them recess, 10 minute break. The madness out here is crazy, bro. It's like, yeah, really, really pushing it. People are getting fired, let go from the jobs because their choice not to, you know, get get what's you know, get the vaccination and whatnot. And yeah, man. So a lot of the, you know, a lot of the, the jobs, people are hurting out here. You know, people are hurting out here with that, with everything that's going on and the uncertainty of the school education and, and whatnot and what A, they're teaching the kids. I don't know. We don't know. Right. B, what are they going to do? Are they going to just like maybe force the kids to have shots one day? I don't know. You know, and so just felt like I'm in the position I am. Let's homeschool him. Um, and at least for now, and then to maybe things get better, but he's thriving, he's thriving. He's getting good grades. He's, you know what I mean? He's getting good grades. He's doing good tests. And um, yeah, man, I'm so, and we, we, we go back and forth in it because she, she was really a big advocate for it. And I wasn't at first because obviously, right. I want interaction. I want him to go to school. I want him to meet kids. I want him to go away. I want a break, you know, <laughs> I want a break, but it, it, it ended up working out. So. I love having them here. That's dude. That's like the biggest thing. Cause yeah, it's, it's cause it's, it's kind of interesting watching you guys in the States as well, because it's being handled a little bit differently. Like it's like a state by state kind of thing. Right. Whereas right. Like it's, here, like yeah. our whole country is still playing pandemics. So it's, it's like, we see like mm-hmm. so many different States being, you know, handled differently. And then we're like, yeah, we're still stuck, man. We're done. Like we're yeah. toast right. up here, man. Same thing. Like, I mean, there's no lockdowns or anything like that. And I hope we don't get back to it, but there are mandates on gathering numbers. You still got to have your mask on in the stores to go to, to sit in a restaurant. You got to show your vaccination card or you got to have uh, a test two days prior. You can't go to the movie theater. You we don't even have that the... option, bro. It's just oh, vaccination. So you, you, 
vaccination app on your phone, QR yeah. code or nothing. Oh, dude. Nothing. So a lot of the, so a lot of last year was allowing you to have, to be able to show a test this year. Um, let's say like the university of Hawaii, uh, the university of UH, right. They just started on January 5th, uh, mandate that you are no longer allowed to show a test and then it's a or b and if it's b they're gonna let you go with no pay that's insanity it's like um that was yeah that's one of the biggest things right now in terms of like having your own business or just having a little bit more control over your income it's yeah. like man that's a, such a big fear of just like not being able to be yeah going back to kids like I mean, at least as like adults, you kind of have that decision. Like you could just quit your job and start your own thing or you just, you know, sometimes you just got to eat it for now, but I don't know. It's such a different thing, but I think the biggest thing going back to the kids is like some of the, I think some of the provinces here in Canada are like talking about, you know, not even consenting with the parents. Like they can just medicate your children. And it's like at that point, that's a little bit scary for me, but. And you hear rumors like that, even here, you hear the rumors. You're not sure if it's true, but do you really want to be that parent to find out that like, hey, you're a school. And one of my friends, um, one of my friends, too, just last week, he told me the same thing that his school down here did that to his daughter. I don't want to say what school it was, but I was like, no way. He's like, bro, they did. They, I'm like, are you serious? They really did. And they, they, so they took the kids and they, they gave them the, the shot on campus without the parents' consent. And it was mandated, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know the validity of that story, but he told me that and we were having a serious talk and he was, he was pretty upset that the daughter got it. And I'm not going to say and be like, you're a liar. I'm not going to do that to him. I take your word for it. But um, yeah, I do. So that's just, that's a reason, another big reason why, you know, uh, we chose to homeschool him because I don't want to be that. And you see the videos out there. You see the people out there that, you know, like, their kids got it and their kids got sick or something happened. You don't see it on mainstream, but you'll see it on like social media, not here and there that, you know, and it's like, do you really want to be that in that position where, you know, I mean, and again, it's pro choice. I don't want to get all political on, but it's, it's, if you want to get it and you want to get it, it's up to you. But I believe I have the choice over my own body and I can do what I want with it. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I'm, I'm in the exact same boat, bro. Like I'm, I don't really care what other people do. Like, and I, I think the thing, the thing is, bro, is like people want to claim they're pro-choice, but then the thing about being pro-choice is you got to be pro-choice across the board, not just like when you choose to be, do you know right. what I mean? Like some yeah, people yeah, are like, yeah. okay, like the hot topics with pro-choice are obviously like this vaccination and like abortion, but like it goes mm-hmm. to everything, right? Like, right. you know, at the end yeah, of the you day, can't, like, you especially, can't like, yeah. I got you. Yeah. You can't be like, all right, choice here, but know that you can't, you can't do that there. Right. I yeah. Yeah. Saying. Like yeah, there was sense. a famous prime minister in Canada a long time ago, right? Like our equivalent to a president. I don't know how much you know about our political system because most Canadians don't even understand our political system, but mm-hmm. um, there was a famous Canadian prime minister a long time ago. And uh, I don't even know who it was, but I just know that the quote was, that the Canadian government has no business being in the bedrooms of Canadians. And it was in, re- in regards to like gay rights, gay marriage rights. And mm-hmm. um, what he's saying is like, it's not the government's role at that point to like to make mm-hmm. mandates about those things. Like they're supposed to be talking about our economy and, you know, keeping our borders safe and, you know, X, Y, and Z, like, 
talking about what we do in our private lives is like not really their role. So like, that's kind of the way I look at it. Like, it's like, man, people can, people can sleep with whoever they like, you know, they can dress however they like, they can put whatever they want in their body. They can do anything they want, man. Like as long as it's not harming me, I don't care. Like that's the way I think pro choice has to operate. Like, and I think America kind of does have a better grasp on that than Canada does. I'm probably preaching the choir here, but for, for I guess this is just a message for uh, for other Canadians. Please, right, right, right. Stand Time up, Mark. Hold on. I'm getting hot. It's getting warm. It's getting, it's, getting, it's getting warm. It's getting warm. Give me an opportunity to show off the the blue and pink. Hell yeah, man. But that's that's kind of the way I kind of look at it. Like I feel like um. I don't know, man. Like, do you got, cause for us, like, it seems like there's kind of no end. Like, I feel like for, for a lot of Canadians, they kind of just feel like, and I, and I guess like, I don't know. Cause I feel like America kind of has that freedom and spirit. Whereas like Canadians have always been a little bit more like laid back. Like we're kind of like, you know, apologetic and chilling. So I feel like we're a bit more complacent that way, but I feel like, do you guys, does it feel like the culture around, like, like at least where you were at, like, is it kind of just like waiting for this to end? Or do you think that there's like actionable steps that people can take to kind of just try and make this a better experience? Like, what do you think's the way out? This is just like my personal question for you. Like, it doesn't have to be. No, no, no. I mean, I, I in, in my eyes and what I see moving forward, I really don't see a way out in a sense of, are we going to get back to our normal days before no. the way the way it operates, the way, big pharma big tech is and you know how they with this whole new stuff coming out and how much money they've made why are they going to go back to normal why are they going to go back the other way they think keep it going you know so uh, it's sad to say it but it's the harsh truth you know and, and some might not agree some might but it, at least in my eyes i don't feel like it's going to go away anytime soon you know you just gotta get by in a sense of doing what you can and that goes back to focusing on what you can control and not letting all the other BS in the world get to you because there's things that we can't control. And if you let it get to you, it's only going to bog you down and take away your energy that you could use on being productive, you know? So I'm a big firm believer on, you know, um, where your focus goes, your energy flows, right? So I'm a big, big firm believer in that where your, your focus goes, your energy flows. So making sure that, okay, yeah, that sucks. I hate it. I understand it. I feel it. All right. What can I do about it? Nothing. Move on. Yeah. I love that, man. I love that. I love that you're doing that, like the community fitness stuff as well, man, because like for us, like uh, we just got another round of lockdowns here. So um, I saw that on your story, but yeah, I I thought it was something like that. Yeah. Across the board, even if like you are vaccinated, they've shut down gyms. So like, there's no way to access a gym right now unless you have a home. Do you guys gym. have a? Do you guys have a curfew? We don't have anything like that. We we've okay. never really so had anything like that. To okay. be honest, we yeah. had yeah. for a while. Like, uh, I was working at a restaurant actually when the pandemic started, and we had the first level of like restrictions where we couldn't. We used to close at like midnight or around then. Like maybe there was restaurants that would open if they had a bar until two, but um that was like the latest you could stay open in in general, like before the pandemic. And then once the pandemic hit, everyone had to like stop serving alcohol by like 10. And then, um, 
it got to the point where restaurants had to close at 10 because being out late and enjoying yourself would be kind of more dangerous, I guess. Um, and then there was just all these weird, like restrictions. Weird, yeah. And then it was like indoor dining was shut down. And then on the patio, you still had to be like six feet apart and yeah. you yeah. couldn't have tables more than four people. Like, so it just got so far. And it got to the point where I'm like, dude, I can't even make money in this restaurant anymore. Like I'm just eating shit from people all day. They're just yelling at me. Like, fuck this, like, fuck this man. So, I ended up just quitting and, you know, I work with a family business now, so we don't have to deal with That's all good. that shit, but yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, man, I like, I like the fact that you're doing like the community fitness. I guess that's how I started yeah. this tangent because yeah, yeah. Right. once gyms got shut down here, even just like if you're unvaccinated or the mask thing or whatever it was, you know, I, I instantly started buying like dumbbells and a bench and like some bands and yoga mats and like going for runs outside. Cause I'm like, bro, I have to take fitness into my own hands at this point. Like I've always been an athletic guy. I'm not going to stop working out. Like, even if it's just for like a week or two weeks or three, like, fuck this. Like I have to keep moving. Um, but I've seen so many people that are just waiting for it to end. You know, they're like, oh, I'll just get back in the gym when it ends. Or I'll just, you know, like, what, what, you know, like maybe someone will help me later. Like, you know, like it's just kind of like waiting for this thing. But I like that you're just kind of keeping the kids moving. Like it's like, because there's the health aspect of like moving. Your immune system is going to be better when you exercise. But it's like the mental health aspect as well, man. Like you coop, you coop up kids in, in a room or you know in a house for so long man like they gotta fucking move like even just watching jackson earlier man like he sees the camera he's curious he's like looking at yeah. it, he's moving around <laughs> like like i just started to, move, yeah man yeah they got him man that's why i really started it's like you know like they don't he doesn't have like the, the recess time he doesn't have like lunchtime where he can go out to the, the whatever i don't know i don't even know if they do that anymore do you let the kids during recess run around whatnot like some pictures that i've seen and again you don't know what you see online but like it almost looks like a detention camp in a sense of like they got like the lines you gotta stand here stand there stand there and mask and like their desk are separated and it's like nothing like the old days in which we grew up so the school that me and you knew was not the same school that these kids are going through today so so i that's really wanted i wanted to start this football camp you know for one obviously make another source of income you know because i'm not going to be out there just volunteering my time which i was but now i feel like okay you know build up the value i can give and i can deliver so why not create a product create a brand and i'm really big on branding right i'm really big on how to brand what to do for branding marketing you know and and then monetizing the brand in a sense that you can make it work for you all right so quick feed academy lvyd yo that's josh you know um, those are all brands and, and I created that and quick feed Academy is just so uh, an outlet that I can share with him. I can give back to the kids and just live in my passion. You know, it's coaching football. I've always wanted to coach football. And when I'm out there, it's like, I'm in the zone. I feel like I'm, uh, orchestrating, you know, the guys at the, um, a symphony. I'm oh out yeah. There. I'm my whistle. I'm out there orchestrating. Dude, that's so wicked, man. Um, are you on a time constraint? I feel like at this point I should kind Not of start all, to let let you go if you, you want to chill with your kids or I'm no time constraint. Mama bear sleeping, my daughter's sleeping, someone no time constraint, bro. 754. Right. It's a, it's a Sunday morning. Today's uh gonna be a lazy Sunday. Um, usually weekends I try to take off like Sundays I try to just 
kind of just be in the moment, be with them. You know, it's it's a lazy Sunday. Uh, I got a couple of work calls later on tonight, but for the most part, the morning, my morning is wide open. So, if, yeah, yeah, we're you're, you're you're not pressed for anything, brother. If you got something you do, let me know. We can hop off. But if you want to keep flowing, I'm I'm all for it. Got yeah, coffee, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm good for now. I'm good for now. I just might have to go to the washroom in a bit. I've been drinking a lot of water and coffee, but no, no, no. Um, that's sick, man. Do you find you have to be disciplined? This is like another concept I've been thinking about recently. Like, do you find you have to be disciplined about your rest time? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta rest, right? You gotta, you gotta put in the rest and you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it if you don't, you're going to feel it if you don't. So, you know, um, especially because I'm coaching, I'm trying to be physically fit for the kids. I got to rest. So listen to your body or whoever's watching out there, listen to your body. You're tired, rest. You know what I mean? Take that. I'm not saying like be lazy and sleep all day, but take a, you know, take a nap if you need to take, you know, get some sleep early. I'm big. I'm big on trying to sleep decently early, like by 11, 11.30. Now, if I'm burning the midnight oil and I'm doing work and yeah, but if, if I know I don't got no work that night, I'm trying to be in bed early because I do want to wake up early. You know, I try to get up early because if I can get up early, imagine those two hours that you get up before everyone wakes up. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you're aware of that, right? How much you can oh, yeah. get done. Yeah, you feel much more accomplished. It's uh, you feel better. Your energy is flowing, and by the time that everyone's just rising, you're fucking you're up and moving. You feel so accomplished that like you've got stuff done. And especially when you got kids, having those two three hours to just solely just focus and get work done is so imperative if you're trying to build any business or you're you're trying to create a brand or you're trying to work from home. Is knowing the pockets of windows and maximizing them. So yeah, going back to that discipline, you got to have it and listen to your body. Listen to your body. Your body's going to tell you when you need the rest, you know? Yeah, 100%, dude. And I like that when you're talking about rest, bro, like you're, you've, you're talking the same thing I think about, like maybe like a little stretch or a nap or just chilling, mm-hmm. like kind of hanging out with family, like having good conversations. Like my one of my biggest pet peeves is like when people are like, oh man, I, I just got to rest. So I ate an extra large pizza and drank two liters of Diet Coke and watched six hours of Netflix. Like I just needed a rest day. Like, like, but, but I'm overboard doing it, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like if you don't, if you're not, that's what I was trying to allude to is like, I feel like if you're not like disciplined about like, okay, like my Sunday, like for me, my Sunday day is like, I just go for a jog in the morning. First thing, you know, I stretch for a little bit. I shower up. And then I usually do yogas. Yoga is my Saturday workout or my Sunday workout is always like yoga, just like stretching, you know, like just, it's kind of like a more chilled, lax day. Like I do my laundry and my meal prep on Sundays. Like it's literally like a rest and recovery day. Like I just take care of all the, all the shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like it's like, I do my laundry, I do my meal prep, I set up everything. So when I wake up Monday morning, like all my clothes are clean, all my meals are made, you know, maybe me and my roommate, he, he usually sweeps up a little bit more than I do, to be honest, but like, maybe we'll sweep up, maybe we'll mop the floors a bit. And then it's like, okay, now, you know, the house is clean. We've got shit figured out. I'm stretched out. So Monday morning I can get my workout in as well. Like, just like taking a Sunday, like when you say like a rest day, like I feel like it's so, yeah, it's so imperative to just kind of make sure that that rest is actually recovery, right? And not just like even more self-destructive fucking right. habits that you have to recover right. from right. after. 
Yeah, being smart about your recovery. Recovery is huge. I'm especially working in the, the gym industry for the last five, six years, learning about recovery and how important it is. Cause a lot of the times, um, let's say if you're in business for yourself, you feel like you always got to be grinding. You always got to be going, you know, you can't take a day off, but it's really important to have that day off to let your mind, to let your mind rest, let your body rest, you know, and have your, you know, your body just reset. So those are good points that you brought up in that sense of just taking that rest day recovery day, but not being, not being, you know, um, not bad about it, but just being smart about it. Right. Being smart about your rest day. Yeah. Indulge. No, it depends on your goal. If you want to, if, if you want to indulge in a pizza, have all that then by all means, but don't complain when you're feeling like crap the next you know few hours or you don't have the energy or blah 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 right you got to be smart about it so yeah yeah 100 percent, man because i yeah don't get me wrong like and and for like the whole like cheat meal thing like i i definitely have my cheat meals man i definitely go all out i'm a big guy on sweets and baked goods dude you put a tray of cookies in front of me man i could sit there (laughs) Like Christmas, man, is yeah. my kryptonite, dude. Yeah, I um, bet, right? But that's the thing is like the every time I, you know, and this kind of didn't really click until I was eating a little bit better. And and uh, I, I actually understood what it felt like to feel good. And then when I ate food like that, like, like over the Christmas break, like especially I was eating a lot of baked goods. I'm like, man, I feel heavy. I feel bloated. Like I feel like I can't move well or twist or kind of like run well like i feel like everything felt like kind of clogged up like my whole body felt clogged man and and just like kind of understanding like okay these habits or these behaviors that i thought like before were like kind of rest and recovery like okay i'm just gonna chill out and eat cookies for an hour and binge watch netflix like it's like now i have to recover from what was supposed to be my recovery when i'm supposed to be putting in work are you, are you still working in a gym? Are you still working or are you just doing your own no. fitness stuff, right? So, so that, so I left, no, I left the gym in November, November 2nd, 2020. I'm actually working full-time in the financial services industry. So I'm actually a licensed broker. Um, so on top of everything I do, my full-time is actually a licensed broker where I help people with their uh, financial retirement, asset protection, parking their money, I've been doing that be um, for 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 a while now, um, and that's kind of like my main uh, at the moment. And then I supplement that with all my other stuff. Um, so I've been doing that for a while, uh, helping out like retirement planning and just learning about the financial services industry. I got my license back in January of twenty twenty one, and I just been working and writing business from home. So. Yeah, so that so that allows me because I left the gym during 2020 November. They were calling me back, bro, and nothing wrong about it, but they wanted me to take a step down. They're like, "Hey, you know, we know you have all these other things that you have going on outside. You got your other business. You got this. You got that. You know, when you come back, would you think about you know taking a step down?" I'm like, first off, before the pandemic, I had all this stuff going on. You know, I MC weddings. I had my graphics business. People were picking up like merch at my desk and whatnot. But I, I usually use all my avenues to coincide to one. So now that I have pawns where I can, all right, so from my LVYD line, I can, you know, slowly bring people over to my financial services or however it works. They want me to take a pay cut. And I was like, I did all that. And I wrote a million dollars for you. You just gave me an award 
for a million dollar sales club. It's on my Instagram. I'll tag you in it. Million dollar sales club. There's only a few of us on the island that sold a million dollars for UFC. I'm thinking to myself, like, I love you guys. You guys are the greatest company. Like, it was the greatest, like, family environment. I miss everybody. But I, I went down to the gym and I talked to my GM. And I was like, I think it's time to take a bat on myself. I think it's time to take a swing on myself. And she was just like, I really love you for that. She was very supportive. I was nervous as shit walking into the gym and telling my my boss, like, you know what? I'm not coming back. You know, I love you guys. But I think it's time that I, mid-pandemic, I'm talking about November 2020, you know, like pandemic is still going. And um, yeah, so that's, uh, so that's, so when you see on my page, it says broker. Um, a lot of that stuff is my financial services industry and working on that, the retirement planning, asset protection. And it's been a, a wild ride, been an adventure, been a grind. But then again, that's why I said, like, sometimes you need the pressure, you know, because um, when you get the salary, you know, you get the, you know, you get that, that comfort, you know, uh, I gave it all up. I gave a high paying job. Give the salary, give the comfort to be with my family, to be with my kids, and whatnot. So yeah, yeah, and even so, like it, it's funny because when we worked at the gym, we were working for, and so for us, like it was, um, it was called Steve Nash Fitness World and Sports Clubs. But then we were, wait, like, wait, 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 sorry, come on, Steve Nash, like yeah, yep, Steve Nash, yep, yeah, yeah, what? yeah. yeah That's so, so cool. so, he's one of my favorite ballers, like bro. He's one of my favorite ballers, Steve bro, Nash. So this is crazy. It's actually, it's a crazy story. So this gym started in Vancouver uh, in like the fifties. It's called fitness world. It's just called fitness world. Right. And then there's this time in like, I guess, I don't know, this is way back in like the nineties or whatever, Steve Nash bought into the company. And so it became Steve Nash fitness world and sports clubs. And they were like the fastest growing, like kind of chain, like gym in, in like Vancouver okay. here in, in BC. And so it's like a brand that's only in this area, but they grew so quickly because some of the guys that were running the company, like the president and some of the uh, executives, they were all from like the Cali area, like kind of like from in the States, one of them, like a couple from Washington, I think a guy, a couple guys from Colorado. So it's like all American dudes that were running this company and they all had ties to like 24 hour fitness and a couple other gyms. I think I don't quote me on the 24 hour fitness actually, because I don't think that that's accurate, but they, they all had ties to different yeah, franchises. Fitness, in the gym. Fitness as well. Mm -hmm. they, well, they had ties to gyms in, in the States. Right. And so mm -hmm. one of them ended up be, being like uh, a representative from UFC gym. And so when he yeah. came up to Canada, he had the exclusive rights to UFC gym Canada like the Canadian version. And so I think the reason I bring this up is because I think that we had very similar in um, like sales trainings and structures to like what our job was like uh, in terms of like the CRMs we were using, like uh, just like, mm -hmm. did you guys mm -hmm. deal with like a, like a, did you guys do like laser? Is that like something familiar for you? Yep. Laser leads, appointments, sales, and roles, referrals. Hundred yep. hundred calls a Laser, day, eight appointments. Hundred calls a day, eight appointments. <laughs> yep. No, actually, oh, yeah. well, depending on the, depending on what the goal was for the month, so we'd we'd reverse engineer it. So let's say our lead goal was five thousand leads that month. You know, I was in a really high traffic, not high traffic, but um, high producing gym, and so our lead goal was always like oh, ridiculous. And there was only like a sales team of us, like four, and like. We're talking about we got to do this much and we got to do at least 20 to 30 leads a day it's like 
you know, and you just get used to the grind and whatnot. But yeah, the same laser, all that. What about four E's and a P? You guys ever had that? Four A's and a P? No, four, uh, four E's and a P. Which one's that? So uh, energy, energize. Encouragement. Uh, no, something. energy, energize, edge, execution, passion. So you got to have the energy, right? So you yourself got to have that. So you got to make sure you got to be healthy. Now, when people come in, you got to have the energy to energize them, right? So like how you spoke about it earlier, having like your energy and getting energized. I'm energetic myself because when you come into the gym, I want to energize you. Now, I got to have the edge. So I got to be on top of my wits. I got to have the edge. I got to educate myself on fitness because when people come in, you got to have the edge and you got to execute it properly within the framework of you, of the gym, right? Within the framework of the gym. And then you got to have passion. So energy, energize, edge, execution, passion. That was a four E's and a P. We knew we never had that one, but um, yeah, but laser. And yeah. So that was, that was, that was, those was good. Yeah. Laser and like, um, yeah, we had all these different things for like overcoming objections, but it sounds like we basically had the exact same, same training. thing. Yeah, bro. Right there. And it's so crazy, man. And that's like I, I remember like um following you back in the day when I was still working in the gym. And I was like, and this guy's like literally doing the same thing that I'm doing. Like I remember every single day I'd come in and uh, you know, I, I kind of worked like every level of that sales ladder. I worked there for a few years, right? And I kind of climbed the mm -hmm. ladder there. So I worked as like an MR and then AGM, and then I was a GM for a little bit of, at the last club that I was working at. And, okay. Um, yeah. For us, I feel like it was just like because we didn't have the infrastructure yet. Like it sounds like the gym that you were at was like there for a while. For us, like our company was rapidly growing, so it was easy to grow internally if you were just committed okay. to the process. But yeah. um, like I remember coming in every day as like an AGM or a GM and having to sit down and like walk my my sales staff through like laser and kind of going through all these different things like hyping them up and then i'd watch your story and it's the exact same thing and i'm like yes dude i'm not out yeah. here alone man yeah dude yeah oh man i wish you i wish we had uh did we, did we talk then did we, did we connect then at all no i think it was just like little story replies like little story, right, replies, little story like replies like hundreds or yeah. fires yeah 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 so yeah exactly exactly and i remember oh bro that was a while back man that's awesome I do. That's it's nuts, man. But um, are you still train? Like, are you still? Do you still go to the? Are you able to go to that gym still, or is there like? I still politics? have my membership, it, but yeah, you you gotta have yeah to go in and whatnot. So, yeah, so I haven't really gone. So that again, going back to like having you know the Quick Feet Academy. So for one, it holds me accountable when doing my training. You know, because I can't. Sometimes I do want to just lift heavy shit. Like you just sometimes you want to get in and bang some weights. You know what I mean? And that's what I miss. You know, not being able to have that outlet to bang weights. So try to supplement that with like some running and uh, just doing drills at the park and whatnot. But yeah, I still work out. Such so I, I still try to maintain my fitness, but I do miss having an aspect of like going to the gym, hitting the heavy bags. You know, uh, doing some classes and whatnot. Yeah, because I was like the I one of my homies like he's a he's a personal trainer he does like online training, and he sells equipment. So he hooked me up like with a fat discount at the very beginning of the pandemic with dumbbells that go to ninety pounds, and so I've got some decent weight. But one of the things I missed, like I was like literally just starting. Um, I just started doing jujitsu right before the pandemic started, and then I got some, you know I got um. Uh, 
even some health stuff going on that I, I like had to stop for a while. And now like, that's one of the biggest things I miss, but like say, uh, and I, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. So I'm not saying like, don't drop any names, but like, I'm just wondering, like, in terms of like, if one was living in your area, do you think they would be able to find like some underground gym that maybe someone would let them in for like a cash rate drop in fee? Like you might be able to get a good workout in, or is it just like strictly you're screwed right now? Like pushups, pull-ups. If you know, if, if you know the right people, like, you know, the right people, you know, the community, uh, I know there are out there, um, especially with like the jujitsu fan. Cause I was doing jujitsu for a little bit too. And uh, that same family, I know that they have their own jujitsu outside, um, outside uh and, and it's cool because they they show it on their stories and, and it's it's they've built their own ring or little mat area and they have their own jujitsu family and it's not a school or anything it's just the same people that you see at the jujitsu class mixing with a bunch of others meeting you know um meeting you know but they have the, like really it's a really strong click and i was just kind of getting into that click of jujitsu and then again pandemic shut down but they have their own like just family of jujitsu and you see them all the time training on their videos and rolling and whatnot so to answer the question, they're out there. Yes, you just gotta get plugged in with the people and 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 have that network. Um, and once you find it, I feel like you could find a home if you wanted to, you know. Um, but yeah, there 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 are some underground like places that do jujitsu. You know, people want to roll; they're gonna roll whether it's in the garage, whether it's like they make their own backyard type stuff. But they're gonna roll, and they're out there. You know. Well, it's like a testament to any type of fitness. Like it's like even like even if like you're like your son's football league shut down. Like if people want to throw a ball around, man, they're going to throw a ball around. If they want to tackle yes. their friends, they're going to tackle their friends. Like you can't really mm-hmm. stop that at the end of the day. Like, right, right, right. People, right. Yeah. people are going to exercise and they're going to get some when they want to get some, man. Like, right. It's just, um, yeah, it's just kind of having that kind of like, cause I remember we were talking like, there was one point, and I don't know if this is still like at the point you're at right now, but I remember you telling me there was a point where you like you, it was illegal for you to surf in Hawaii, man. Like, oh, dude, yeah. At one point, like you, you couldn't be on the beach. You could surf, but you couldn't be on the beach. So you literally have to run from your car with your board to the water. And if they caught you on the beach, you get a ticket. Like, what sense does that make? And I almost got a ticket. I had got out the water in town, I had put my board down in the bushes or on like the, the grass and I went back in the water to just take a dip and 30 yards to my left I see a guy at the shower uncle gets out goes to the shower puts his board down sits down on the wall cop comes out of the two cops come out of the bushes like they were waiting for him bro it was wild and I'm in the water just watching this go down because he had his back turned and then they came over his right shoulder they ticketed him while they're ticketing him one of the cops is looking at me and I'm like Oh, hell no, this is not happening to me. So before they could get done with him, I got up, grabbed my board, and I started booking it to my car. But I'm like, is this really happening right now? Like, did Uncle just get a ticket for getting out of the water, surf, shower, sit down? And this uncle's trying to get me a ticket? I'm gone. Got my butt. I'm gone. So at, at one point, when during the lock, because this is mid, mid shutdown, nothing was open, town wasn't open. And like they were really trying to have you stay inside and you could surf, which made no sense to me, but you couldn't be on the beach. So yeah, dude, I was running from my car to the, to the, to, to the water, bro. That seems like almost as impossible as like taking guns away from Americans, just taking surfing away from Hawaiians, man. Like, I feel like, I feel like that's a cardinal no rule. That's like, no you sense. can't do it. Man. 
it made no sense to me. And then to that point, it's like, yeah, they're really trying to, you know, drive you to stay home and, you know, all the negative effects of being cooped up for so long, you know, and all that stuff right there, all that mental health, depression, you know, just losing it, you know, just staying home day after day after day. So me being able to surf during the, those breaks was a big reliever for me. Well, especially because like, I feel like that's literally the perfect like pandemic pastime. Like A, you're getting vitamin D. B, there's no way to be close to anybody at all. See, like salt waters and salt waters, like what you used to clean shit, like you know, like saline, like you know, you get a piercing when you're like a a punk teenager, you get your ears pierced, your nose pierced, (laughs) you gotta clean all that shit with like saline, like salt water, Uh like salt water, yeah, brother. It's like the perfect, it was a perfect mixture, and they were they're trying to take that away, bro. And I was like, they better not take away like surfing, like there's there's no way they can. So they did as much as take away the beach, like you couldn't be on the beach for a long period. Are you guys like? Does everyone surf there? Is that is that like a thing that I? I just would say think good. About, it's a it's a good amount of people surf. Not everyone surfs, but a lot of people. Everyone, I would say, everyone goes to the beach. Um, surfing's a pretty hard sport, so you have like boogie boarders, the people that lie down on the boards with the fins. So you have like boogie boarders, and you have like surfers. So there's is a good amount of people in Hawaii that surf. There's a lot. I mean, you know, I mean, from from young, old you know all uncles grandpas to like people pros like and then sometimes you'll see pros just paddle right in front of you like paddle right in the lineup like um uh, another big name out here is john john florence the florence brothers if you look them up they're like pro surfers they live on the north shore and it's like whenever i surf the north shore sometimes like right around this time right around that 8 15 8 15 in the morning if i'm in the water sometimes you'll see a couple of pros especially if it's big the pros are like come right out next to you and it's like holy shit like that's that's him you know, that's, that's like, that's the pro right there. And they start doing, they start catching the waves, they're ripping. And it's like, all right, I think it's time for me to get out. Cause they start owning the waves and whatnot. Yeah. But it's, it's cool to see it. Yeah, dude. It looks like such a difficult sport, man. I've never even like, cause um, I guess the closest that, well, we actually do have surfing. There's an Island right off of the coast here. Uh, there's a place called Tofino and uh, they do surf and they, there's a ton of great surfing there, but it's, it's cold, man. Like right now, it's probably it's, below freezing there for sure. Yeah, you'd have to wear you'd have to wear full body suits. See, the beauty oh, of yeah. Hawaii, see, the beauty of Hawaii is the, the water is like warm temperature year round. You know, so you can get in the water with just like a surf shirts and a rash guard or a surf shirts no shirt. But like in the states and like a bit up there as well, you gotta have a full body suit. Oh yeah, bro. The only warm water around where I'm at is in your shower, man. That's it. Like (laughs) our, our beaches are like freezing cold water. Dude, there's like glacier water closer than I could find warm water. That's for sure. I could. It's a total different lifestyle, brother. That's crazy. Yeah. I like, I went, like we have like, uh, we typically like, there's a usually there's usually an event in Vancouver called the polar bear dip on new year's day where people all meet up and they jump in the ocean water and it's like freezing cold and people are like, it could be snowing out. People will do it. Like, and well, that like, kind of goes, goes back to like taking cold showers. I don't know if you're, if you're, 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 you're on that or like you're familiar with that is that I started to like, really yeah. implement that. All right. So I started to implement that in my, in my morning routine, you know, is, is taking a, a cold ass shower just to, the, the benefits of it and to wake you up and all that so i could see the the you said they do that polar bear dip on new year's 
Yeah, yeah. It used to be. It hasn't been for the last couple of years. Like, right. a, like an it. actual. Like it used to be like a community sanctioned. Like they'd have it on like the news every New Year's Day. It'd be like the polar bear dip downtown, and people would be jumping cool. in the beach in the ocean at, at downtown. But now I I feel like it hasn't happened in the last couple of years. But it definitely is like something that you know cold showers. I I don't like the cold shower, man. I'd rather do a cold plunge, like a cold dip, like go jump in a body of water. I like like mm-hmm. nature a little bit more, but I've got a buddy that he was actually on my podcast like a couple of weeks back as well, Patrick. And he swears by cold showers. He has one every single day for five minutes minimum. And dude, actually, cool. he actually has COVID right now and posted on his uh-huh. Instagram story, him in his cold shower. He's like, I'm doing this to boost my immune system. Like, like all of the health yeah. benefits, like he's super into health and wellness. Yeah. He's a trainer. And um, he was just and going he- off the other day in his cold shower, like just his face on, on his Instagram story. He's like, I'm sick right now. Like I'm doing this to help myself get better. Like there's so many benefits to for a long time. No, dude. I remember the last couple of weeks I got, I'll, I'll like in the nighttime, maybe I'll, like if it's hot, I'll, I'll take a cold shower, but not purposely for the fact of, the benefits you know subconsciously i probably take a cold shower because it's hot right but not okay not knowing that there's all these benefits that you can get from taking cold showers in the morning now five minutes minimum is that's 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 discipline it's rough like you know I, i'll Could try be cold too, shower but he is a savage yeah right savage. i'll try to cold water and i'll stand there and i'll just like eat it you know like you're just in there you're just eating it you're like, okay it's cold it's cold it's cold okay 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 we're, okay, we're good and we get out you know so like uh, um I've been trying, I'm trying that. Now, have I been consistent with it? Not as much as I'd like to, but I've been doing it. And you do see that, that wake up feel like oh, you're wide awake. You know, I got to go, I, I got to Google like the actual benefits of it, but I know it's very beneficial. Bro. That's like the exact same way I feel about so many things. Like uh, I've been doing like a ton of like different experiments with like fasting and people are uh-huh. like asking me like, why are you doing this? I'm like, Bro, hundred percent honest with you, I'm not a doctor. I can't explain all the health benefits. Yeah. But I've been feeling good. Right? Yeah. Me personally, I know I've been feeling good. Now, can I name you everything? No, but I, I'm just taking my word for it. That, you know, I know it's good. If you want to know the, the benefits of it, go go Google it yourself. You know, do well, do the research, dude. And there's so many things like that in life where it's like, yo, I'm not gonna do the like honestly. Like, I I do my research, man. Trust me. I talk. But the thing yeah. is, I just. I typically have friends that know things that are smarter than me. So I just asked them about, you know, how should I go about this? Like say for like exercise or like working out when I went in the gym, like, bro, I hired a trainer and, you know, I got, I got educated or, you know, when I was playing sports in in high school, you know, our strength and conditioning for rugby, like you have someone teach you how to do it, but you know, you don't have to know all the benefits. You just have to fucking do the things that, you you know, like it's like i don't have to have a doctor explain to me about like you know eating healthy or taking cold showers or getting up early like i can just become the practitioner and that's what i like about what you're talking about like it's like yo i'm just gonna run with these cold showers man i'm gonna be the practitioner i'll let you know the benefits bro in a couple months i'm gonna do it for a while yeah that's that's it exactly i feel like that's kind of been me my whole life is like i'm just gonna run with it you know and whether win or lose i'm never losing i'm just learning you know i'm gonna run with it you know, I'm gonna see it through. I'm gonna start something. I'm gonna run with it. I'm gonna see it through and keep going. And I'm gonna learn from this experience. And then we're gonna move on to the next once this experience is over, right? Or you know, so I don't know all the the benefits of cold showers, but I know that it wakes your ass up and it gets you moving. 
and and there's all types of other benefits that reset like resets your body and da, 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 this this and that like, i'm not a doctor i can't tell you it but you got google on your hands go google it <laughs> i know? love that man so yeah yeah man. i love that bro did you just say this or did i just think this while you were saying did you just say win or learn did you just say that or did yeah, i think i that just said, you that. said that i i said it i said it i was like you win you win or learn so like you it's like whether you win or lose you're always learning you know in any experience in life just just see it through you don't have to know everything just get started and you never lose you're going to win or you're going to learn you know it's the mindset of it it's like you know oh i don't want to lose or i don't want to you know i don't want to feel you know rejection or i don't want to feel this this and that like stop being a bee about it and just do it and again you're either going to win or you're going to learn take the experiences from that situation or or experience and apply it to your future lesson you know oh yeah man dude that's like one of my favorite sayings ever like i like there was so many times where um i and i'm like a sore loser bro like i'm one of those people oh, like too. I, i'm a I am sore too, fucking loser, my, bro. you have this conversation with my wife she'll say the same thing bro. you're a sore loser and i'm like no i'm not but yes you are I'm like all right maybe a little yeah, I'm like, I was one of those kids like growing up, like, bro, if I lost, I had a million reasons why. Like, it's like, bro, the weather was fucked up. My shoes were untied. The stars weren't. Untied. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like, funny, like, bro. But, yeah. but, but then I realized, bro, like what you're saying is like, look back at those losses and like, you know, learn from it. Like, it's like, what can you do next time? So you don't have to make fucking dumb excuses and you can actually look cool instead of pretending to look cool. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I totally understand, bro. Yeah, you're right on that. Like, I think a lot of people need to learn that nowadays is that they, the fear of loss, so they don't take action. Fuck it, take action. If you lose, you lose. So what? Move on. You know, now mind you, don't take action and lose like, you know, a couple hundred grand or something, whatever that is. But like, you know, you don't need to see, see, you don't need to know the end result before you start. And I feel like nowadays with society and like the kids growing up is like, they want to know everything through, especially in the fitness, going back to the fitness world, is that like a lot of fitness people, they want to, okay, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? It's like, you don't need to know all of that. Let's just start. Start and we're going to go and you're going to figure it out and you're going to learn as you go. Yeah. And, and again, like I've got, like my background has always been like in athletics, like sports have always been like kind of where my head's at or just like kind of being around sports, like weight training or just running, like kind of being active, like, that's kind of always been my background, but now that my mindset has shifted a lot more into like, not just physical health, but mental health. Like we have like, I, I've, I run like a WhatsApp group. We do zoom calls every Saturday about like, kind of like a, a it's a community based around like mental health and self-development. Like we just talk about these types of conversations, like literally like this. And, um, there's a lot of people in there that don't really have like the same fitness background. They're not really like sure. So they want to get more into fitness. And like, that's like similar to what I start telling them is like, just fucking move every day. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. Like just move every day. If you feel better, do those things more. Like, you know, like start with a walk, no, start with a jog, yeah. start with a start run. Walk. Yeah. Something small. Yeah. Start with something small. And um, another thing is like with social media out there, like there's no excuse. You could, you could look on Instagram and look up fitness, look up beginner workouts, park workouts, and then you could save all that content to an album in your Instagram and then just look up those workouts when it comes time to. So for the fact of the matter of like, oh, I don't know what to do. Well, it's, that's not necessarily that 
you it's like you don't you're not hungry enough to go figure out what to do you know you got to get to that point but yeah just move just go for a walk start small get the small wins go for a walk and build that consistency of a walk and then from there you're going to get more energy more energy is going to lead to you wanting to do more if your walk is going to turn into a run once you start running you're going to get more energy again and then now you're going to okay what's next what now maybe they're in body squats you know throwing distance and that but a lot of that times it's like they get so overwhelmed with having to know the process all the way through that that wanting to know is really what shuts them down you know and that prevents them prevents them from moving forward yeah it's like paralysis by analysis right. yes there you is go exactly yeah yeah yeah, I yeah, think, yeah 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 exactly yeah they just get the, the paralysis of just knowing you know okay and then when they know it and then now it's like overwhelming for them it's like oh my god i'm gonna do all of that overwhelming for them and then they don't start sometimes it's better that you don't know and just start yeah, 100%. I feel that for sure, man. And even like relating back to like what you were saying about like, just go on social media, go on YouTube. Like I remember when I first so like literally as this pandemic started, I was like one of those gym bros. That was where my fitness was at. I had stopped playing sports. And I was like more into bodybuilding. I was like a gym bro. So like my cardio was like Stairmaster, or like, you know, stationary bike. But then when the gym shut down, I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to start like challenging myself more. And like, I was like, you know, at the time I was even like smoking darts. Like I said, I had to stop smoking cigarettes. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to get back into running, bro. I remember the first time, literally the first time I tried running, I was like less than 10 minutes in and I'm like literally throwing up. My knees were fucking aching. My ankles yeah. hurt, dude. Like, and I remember going home that day. Oh yeah, bro. And like ab cramps, like you get those cramps right in here. And I yeah. remember going home, man. And I'm like, man, I used to be an athlete. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is such a joke. And I'm like sitting there eating my oats after my first unsuccessful run. And I'm like, all right, bro, like back to basics, dude. I'm obviously like you were saying it earlier, but like, that's how I looked at it. I was like, I'm a little bitch right now. Like I jump on YouTube and I'm like, how to run. Like, I need to figure this out, man. Like just how to run. Like, cause there's like, for me, it was like, no one ever like I played sports growing up and like in rugby, you're running the whole time. Like, you know, but no one like taught me like the proper form or how to breathe when you're running or little things like that. Like, it's like, dude, I didn't learn this till I'm 25, 26. Like, it's like, what the fuck, man? Like it's such a, it's, it was such a humbling experience, but you're right. Like the first step was like before any of that, it was like lacing out my shoes as someone that came from like, you know, quitting smoking like 20 cigarettes a day to like, all right, I'm going to strap my shoes on and just try this out. And now I'm throwing up in a bush because I just tried running. Like that's where yeah. I had to get to before I start Googling how to run, how to breathe when I run. And sometimes it gets worse before it gets better, but you got to just stay true to it and you just got to keep pushing through it and having, having the faith because in any journey, especially something like that, when you're quitting and you're going into fitness, um, it's never going to be easy. And sometimes people with today's world is such instant success, right? Instant, instant cup of noodle, instant health makeover, instant this, instant, you know, uh, instant abs that. in and five they, minutes. Right, you know, abs in five minutes. And it's such an instant world that when someone sub- starts something and they don't get the, the immediate results, you know, they, they feel like, okay, either on to the next or they just quit, right? So 
having that drive and I guess you could say if, if your coach or if you're mentoring somebody is painting that picture that's going to be hard you know it's definitely going to be hard but it's going to be worth it you know it's going to be hard but it's going to be worth it that's beautiful man why wow, you should start honest. a running you should What's start a group. sorry to interrupt you should start a running group you know like a like in your area you know uh, it's an idea to bounce it off you like a because you have your whatsapp group right there with your 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 mental health group and whatnot but now creating a hey mark let's run a brand around that gang, you know maybe a brand around like that it. you know and just you know just throw out a video if anybody in this general area gives you gives you uh, opportunity to meet other people and, and 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 funnel them into your your whatsapp group and now you're bringing more positivity to the community now you become a beacon of light in your community because now you're giving the opportunity to 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 be transparent, to, to show the vulnerability in yourself that I'm just getting started running, you know, and I know that I have a hard time. Let's have a hard time together. You know, I'm sure people would like, I always thought, I mean, we all start that this year. Cause I always said I was going to start a book club, like a book club, you know, just a reading book club. Like we'll just get together. We'll pick a book and we'll read, you know, something like that. I always said I was going to start the football Academy. And finally I did, you know, and just going, so that's just an idea. Maybe start like a running group. Bro, maybe you. we might have to start a book club together. I was thinking about doing that. We could do an international book club, bro. Dude, yeah, let's bounce ideas later. But yeah, for sure. That'd I'm open for that. That'd be so be sick, too. I love that, man. Um, It's so, yeah, it's so sick because I like that sense of community, that community vibe that you kind of offer as well. Like, that's so dope. And I feel like, yeah, that's definitely something that, and, and I was actually thinking, you know, I was, I was like, yo, I got to attract savages, bro. Like, I think I want to organize a marathon. I think that's what I want to do, bro. Cause yeah. I just on yeah. Christmas, on Christmas Eve, bro, I literally, um, like I literally just strapped up my shoes, bro. It was snowing out. I just ran a marathon. Like I turn on like an app on my phone, track my running. Yeah. What, what app just, do you use? I use Strava. Okay. No plug. Maybe they don't I'll, pay me. Oh yeah. But. No pay. No. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I don't, I don't get paid by um look up under armor map my run i don't know yeah. maybe it's a it's a it's a and that app right there we can it's like a social network app too in a sense of like we can become friends on it and then like i'll get an update when you run or for friends you get an update when i complete because when you complete a run it like lets the your community know and then sometimes like people that are friends with, i'll get a, like a a bing uh john smith did 1.5 miles and i see that i'm like ooh, like i get motivated sometimes like, oh, i'm gonna get this it guy, i gotta like run it yeah, yeah, like I gotta yeah, run yeah, it, yeah. like you know. So um, maybe I don't know if, if that I don't know if uh, the app that you use has that, but if it doesn't, take a look at Map My Run by Under Armour. It's free. Um, there are like paid advertisers, but again, it's not a plug. But um, yeah, I it's the same thing. thing. It's it's pretty similar, actually. It's pretty similar. Okay. This the yeah. Strava one that I use is like uh, yeah, you can use it for bike rides, for runs, walks, walks, swim, bikes, yeah, hike. Yeah. But I only ever use, I do bikes sometimes, but I, I do use it for running and it's just like, yeah. Right. But um, what I was, yeah, the reason I brought it up is like on, on uh, Christmas Eve, bro, I ran a marathon just around my city. Like I literally just ran f like, I, I don't know how many miles that is. I think it's, it's 42.1 something kilometers. So I think that's probably like 21 miles or something. About like. there. A marathon yeah, is... It's a marathon. A marathon. Standard marathon. Marathon's like 20, 20, 25, 26 miles, but fuck, you ran 21 miles on Christmas Eve, bro. So, dude. In the snow, bro. So, In that's what snow, I'm thinking, man. Dude. We got to organize a marathon. Right. That's what I was thinking, yeah. man. Yeah. Just a group of savages. Because, like, dude, think about how many sporting events are shut down. And that's why I like about your, like, your football camp. is like, yo, fuck it. We'll just run our own, man. Yeah, run our own. Like, 
do I have a license in sports therapy or all that kind of stuff? No, but like with my experiences through football, and that's why you've been seeing me like put football highlight highlights up on my stories and slowly pushing it out there. I just created the Quick Feet Academy page um, on Instagram as well, and I started I started putting I started uploading more content last night on that. Um, but yeah, just just started. Like, why not? What's the worst? You know, what I mean, in that sense of like. You're creating a community hub and you're becoming, again, like I said earlier, a beacon of light for your community. That's huge, man. And that's like, um, that's one of the last things I guess we can chat about is even just being yeah. like that beacon of light for your community because like, um, excuse me, I, I just think like um, a lot of the things that we've kind of chatted about is like, just like kind of all of these different things, like how you can improve like your, your own life or your community or et cetera. But, yeah. and I made like, I made a post the other day on Instagram and I was like, you know, some of y'all want to change the world, but you bitch about having to change a flat tire and you can't change your own habits. Right. Like, I think that that's such a huge thing. Like we were talking about earlier, like kind of some complaints we have about society. And I think that mm-hmm. a lot of the time we, you know, we, everyone wants to kind of make a change. They're like, like, well, and that's even putting it politely because at the end of the day, people just like to bitch. They like to complain. Right. But then yeah. they, know they, they, and they'd love to change everything outside of their world. They're like, Oh, mm-hmm. you know, my life would be perfect. If, you know, these people would let me do this. Or if, right. you know, I like a lot of people like where I live, they're like, Oh, I'd love to go and work out outside, but it's fucking snowing outside. Like, trust me, bro. Not a lot of people around this area are as gung ho about it as I am. Right. Like, they're like, dude, I, I would love to go running outside, but it's snowy out or it's raining out. It's cold out. It's wet. And that's the beautiful thing about you, brother. I'm going to cut you off, my bad. But the beautiful thing about you is that, 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 is that you're not letting the, the snow be an excuse. Like there's so many variables out there that people let be an excuse. Don't. Don't let it be an excuse. Let it be the reason why. It's snowing outside. So that's the reason why I'm going to go run because I know that it's going to be a harder run it's going to push me harder. It's going to create more discipline. Yeah, it's snowing outside. I'm going to go run. The other day, it was pouring rain. I created that uh, The New Year's. Uh, it was a reel. It was uh, Christmas. It was New Year's Eve. I created a reel, and I was running. And I, um, I don't know if you've seen that reel, if it's on, it's on my page. But yeah, like, you know, I could have let the rain be a reason why I didn't run. But I said, you know what? Let it be the reason why I'm going to run. So I love that about you, bro. It's snowing. Most people just say, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and sleep. But no, you're like, nope, I got to get it. And it, and, it, and it does nothing. You know, there's no compensation you're getting out of it. You're doing it for purely for the felt, for the fact of your health and, and you want to get it done. And I love that. Well, not even just that, but it's like, and I got to say before I reply, thanks, bro. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Man. But um, it means a lot, but it's like, I just have this idea and I, and I don't know if you've thought about this or if you've like kind of put this into words before, but you're doing the same thing that I'm trying to do, which is like, look, if you want to improve the situation you're in, if you want to improve your community, society around you as a whole, if you want to just improve your life or your friend group, like it starts with like kind of improving yourself, right? Like it starts with just kind of like, okay, maybe, you know, if I feel dumb, I have to sit down and read a little bit more. If I feel like I'm, you know, lazy, maybe I got to fucking move some more. If I feel like I'm broke, then maybe I got to get my money up. Maybe I got to spend a little bit less, you know, like it's like kind of just about like, instead of like, you know, again, another thing that people around here are quick to bitch about is like, 
the housing market or the economy. Like it's like, well then go get your money up, man. How about you make these affordable products or how about you make a program that makes society better? Like, like, it's like kind of like we, we are so quick to kind of get mad about our circumstances, but we do so little to kind of change them. Right. So little to find a solution, right? Okay. So that, that bothers you. You, you, you're up all night because you can't pay the bills. You, 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 you can't get this done because the weather is like this. All right. So, so what? Okay. Okay. You complained about it. That's fine. What are you going to do now? That's what's the difference. You know, what are you going to do now? You're going to keep complaining about it. Are you going to just feed that negative thought into your mind? Or are you going to get up and take action? I'm a firm believer in just taking action because in any taking action, you're going to get some type of result. And again, win or learn. So don't complain about it. Yeah, you can complain about it for a second. It's okay to complain about it for a second, but don't keep complaining about it. I don't want that energy around me. I don't want that. You're going to keep complaining. Don't talk to me, bro. I don't want that. Don't, I don't want that victim mentality. I don't want that. You go have your victim pity party over there. When you're ready to talk or you're ready to do anything, come back, you know? So uh, that's like for me, like I, my circle is small um, just because, again, a lot of that, there is a lot of that, like how you were saying is that people are quick to just bitch about things and not find a solution. It's like, bro, find a solution. Stop complaining. Find a solution. Yeah, yeah. I used to have a boss that used to say that all the time. He'd be like, you know, some people look for problems and some people look for solutions. And the people that find mm-hmm. solutions make money. And that's like basically mm-hmm. the way he explained it. Yeah, dude, and that's so right on. You know, I like that. People look for some people look for problems, some people look for solutions. Simple and simple. Beautiful, man. I think that, dude. I think that that's kind of like a beautiful place to wrap this up, man. I I, I love mm-hmm. that, man. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you've seen like a full interview or full episode of like the podcast Not here, yet, but I'll be honest, yeah. No, no, it's all good, bro. But uh, the yeah, reason yeah, I yeah. say that is I I do my own intros, bro. I don't do my own outros, so that's gonna be your okay. responsibility today um okay put me on the spot okay yeah bro. all right well yeah yeah yeah. all right well let me just send in my hold face up and just get this. hold up i gotta say i gotta say thank you so much for your time today bro thank you for being you man and thank you for doing everything you do on social media um you know like i like um obviously it helps out your branding and it helps out your kind of your your businesses but i think it helps out people as well like just seeing the positive messages you share alone those are motivating those are uplifting and they're funny man you're built for that platform bro but um i also like um i like that you're kind of displaying your grind like that's the other thing i like just to when i see your page like i like that you know people are seeing like okay a he's got kids so he's hustling he's grinding he's not using that as an excuse but he's like moving through like different businesses from like a full-time job to trying to start a side hustle to trying to start another side hustle to try and start another side hustle like this guy's out there getting some and i think that that's a dope thing to share because you know i'm sure you've had people kind of reach out to you the same way i've had some people reach out to me where it's like how do you keep going like your your schedule looks so fucking busy so I just, I, I got to say, man, thanks not only for your time today, but thanks for sharing everything that you do. Like not just the beautiful stuff, but the grind as well, like on social media, because I think that that's what a lot of people need to see, man. So um, before uh, we jump off, I wanted to say thanks. Uh, and then the way the outros work here, bro, is you just got to give people like a plug yourself, let people know where they can find you, what your what you like, uh, what your social media tags are but also just leave people with like an uplifting message, a motivating message, something to kind of get them through a tough day or just kind of get their day started, whatever it could be. But uh, yeah, tell people where they could find you, bro, and, and lift their spirits a bit, man. Thank you so much. 
thank you, brother. Again, I just want to start that off. I said, I thank you right back for having me. It was my pleasure. You know, even though I woke up at 5.30, 6 a.m. to get on this, you know, I was so stoked. And I actually couldn't sleep last night, to be honest. Like, I couldn't sleep because I was, like, excited for this, you know? So um, I hope to be on again. Let's do this, you know, every other week or let's do something. And let's just chop it up and just keep talking about how we can improve our communities. So please, let's do that, you know? Let's, 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 um, the book club, you know, sometimes us as boys or friends, we talk about like, we're going to do something, but we never do it, you know, Hey, we're going to hang out, but we never do, you know, I'm, I, I don't, I'm, I'm a, I'm a believer in like, if we're like, let's say it and let's do it. So let's, let's, let's bounce ideas later off of that. Cause I'm so stoked for that. Um, an international book club would be awesome. Um, just plugging in guys, if you guys are on Facebook or if you guys are on Instagram, again, um, at yo, that's Josh, that's Y O O T H A T S Josh. J-O-S-H. Yo, that's Josh. You can find everything on there. If you guys are interested in seeing more about our my kids' youth camp, all one word, Quick Feet Academy underscore. That's it on Instagram. Quick Feet Academy underscore. There's no websites or anything right now. Again, I'm just purely launching and we'll figure it out as you go. Um, I came outside because I just kind of wanted to show you guys like, like I don't know how to take this, 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 this stuff off, but backgrounds and filters. Let's go. None. All right. So I got here beauty right like like i'm in my, my backyard beautiful like skies the sun's back there um if i could leave you guys with anything is that with everything that's going on in the world today it's 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 easy to lose track lose track of what you're grateful for you know you're thankful for so if i could leave you guys with something is is find gratitude where you find gratitude you're going to find motivation when you find gratitude and motivation you're going to find action and it's your choice now to take that action right don't be a victim. Have gratitude. Be safe out there. Um, and guys, love you all. Thank you guys all for having me, Mark. Again, I'm going to cut that as the outro. Hope that was good, brother. And uh, let's do this again. And um, yeah, man. Thank you, brother. And, and that's it, man. My name's Josh. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you so much, brother. That's a perfect outro. Much love and peace out, everybody. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.